0: Welcome to the Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. How's it going? This is Cohen Hughes, and this is the 22nd episode of the Daily Degenerate podcast. I am in Smyrna, Georgia, a rainy night. I am joined in the studio, remotely from L.A., Maddie Goldberg, and our featured guest this evening. Why don't you two introduce yourselves?
1: I should just introduce myself first. My name is Maddie Goldberg, the Michael Ravaporter of the West Coast. He lives in L.A. Well, no, I'm just fucking with him. And oh. they call me the podcast poppy. The ladies call me the podcast poppy. They call you the podcast grandpa with your old ass. Yeah. And I'm here with John Davenport. Yeah, I'm going to take – I can't beat his ass. I, I'm not going to Georgia to beat his ass. Well, you could so, beat your ass if you're in, you are in – you could beat my ass if you are in Georgia. It's the internet. You could do it with words now. And that's the voice of John Davenport, our guest. He lives out in L.A. Johnny He's D- off, he was, uh, yeah. tell Tell a little about yourself was <laughs> starting with what? Okay, you're a stand-up comic, but yeah. the only reason why you're here is because you sacked Russell Wilson in high school.
2: So y- you said it. You yeah. said it. Now it's true. You're not interested in me. No. Nope. Just that one statistic.
1: Yeah. You're a dick. What did Russell
2: Wilson smell like? Peppermint. Really?
1: No. I can imagine it was pretty nice. It like a
2: sweaty man in a
1: mud storm. <laughs> Do you remember, like... Well, let's – should we talk about other things first or – Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into um, a little bit of the Before we get it, John, just say your favorite college team and your favorite pro team. Okay.
2: Uh, for football, it's definitely the Wisconsin Badgers and the Chicago Bears. But you grew no up in Bears. Virginia. That's right.
1: Near Richmond. E- Richmond, yeah. And your, and your high school team's rival team was Russell Wilson. Yeah. Collegiate high school, yeah. So you didn't there cheer for go. the Richmond Spiders? No, nah, I don't
2: care about the Spiders. I <laughs> don't care about it. they got a good mascot, but I don't care about them. Yeah, as, that, as that's
0: got to be like the wackiest mascot in all of college football. It's one of
1: them. What about the Slugs of Santa Barbara? But I don't think they have a, they football, don't have team. a football team. No. team. are they, Division 8? We have a one mic, so we're like passing it back and forth. I think you saw that. But should we, should we talk about uh, the last few days of our lives, or should we get into the game? Because no, we're, we're recording. Uh, we just watched a shootout which I was dumb enough to take the under of, uh, 49 and a half Rams Vikings. The Rams looking like the best team in the NFC with a big win against the Vikings who kind of came back to what they should be, even though their defense looked pretty bad today and the Rams just couldn't be stopped. Uh, Jared Goff went all, all over the place. Cooper cup with a big game. Todd Gurley, Woods, Watkins, the Rams, Look like the team to beat in the NFC so far, barring any big injuries. But they're so deep, they can afford to lose a guy or two. You know, they can't lose golf, but they can lose a guy or two and still be Super Bowl contenders. Would you agree, Cohen?
0: Yes, I do. Um,
1: I'm not going. Well, John, no, but I'll wait. In week three,
0: (laughs) whenever um, we the Atlanta Falcons lost our second game of the season. I pretty much now know that we are no longer the juggernauts of the NFC. So this week, it's this Thursday night matchup was probably what we will see for the NFC championship.
1: We never even asked about the Falcons. We just, I asked about <laughs> you the just audience. brought them up. Like, like they, didn't, they didn't
2: come up organically at all. It was just like, the next point in topic, oh, of course, oh, is oh, the Falcons. Well,
0: I, I'm, a, I'm a Forrest Falcons man.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, you're forcing them into a conversation oh, before yeah. they deserve to be in it.
0: I'll force the two lane green wave into this conversation too if you let me.
1: The two lane green wave. See, Cohen is so weird. He likes these are the teams he likes. The Falcons is is okay. The Braves. So he likes the Falcons and the Braves, and that's normal. But then, where's two lane? Isn't that Oh Louisiana? shit! Did I just lock New
2: Orleans. Me?
1: I don't know what New Orleans, I just did. Yeah. But yeah, he likes the two lane green wave in college sports. So he like religiously knows all their players and likes it, which is so weird. Yeah. Then what's their record? They oh. just got beat by Ohio State 47 to 6. Yeah, but they're oh, not, like not going to be beating to Ohio State. Yeah. Was so, like that. They know they're not going to win that game. So they're what, one and three right now?
0: Um, I think it's, yes, one and
1: three. Okay. So and he loves the Utah Jazz, which is so bizarre because you've been that. how many times have you been to Utah?
0: Uh, I've been to Utah once. I've actually been to the stadium and um, seen the John Stockton statue chilling did outside. You, did you
1: jizz on? Did you jizz on the statue? Almost.
0: I I contained myself.
2: You, was he pursing his lips on the statue?
0: Oh, I was pursing do you my lips how on he the statue. Inappropriate. He used parts. to do
2: like a kissy face. Yeah.
0: Oh, Stockton. I think it's just because he yeah. has the, he has like the weird white boy lips. You know, like the weird little, the Ben Stiller and um, Zoolander. Yes, steel? that's
2: exactly what it is. He was pursing his lips like he's making a kissy
1: face. But all white people don't do that. The, the, he does the, that. Was his balls coming out of his his little shorty shorts?
0: That was my wish, that's... but no. Wow,
1: this Good. guy
2: really likes stock.
1: Oh man, he loves Utah. He he was so happy. Remember, you know Gordon Hayward. He left us the, the Jazz for the Celtics. Yeah, I remember. And the first play, he like just he
2: fucked himself up.
1: Yeah, this guy was happy. He was he threw a party. <laughs> How happy were you when that happened? I'm never happy when a player gets injured,
0: but my mindset was if we cannot have him, no one else should.
2: I get
0: it. You're sick. I get
2: it. This you're is sick.
0: the Daily Degenerate podcast, and you're speaking to a true degenerate. After six or seven beers.
2: More like ten or twelve. So what's Well, he's padding his staff for yeah, yeah, sure, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: 10 or 12. If he drinks 20 beers, he'll talk about his lady friend. Who is this mysterious girl that's going out with you? None of your business, Maddie. Can we move on? Oh, he's getting uncomfortable. I get it. You're frying into his life. I would tell you all about my breakup. Inorganically. No one wants to
2: hear about that.
1: <laughs> all right, let's get on to the sports. <laughs> all right, so going-,
0: going back to the NFL game, I would – just about be willing to bet this is the best Thursday night game that we've had in a very long time. It was and it, fun. And it will probably be the best Thursday night game that we will have for another two or three years.
1: It was a lot of fun, and I think it was a good, you know, Thursday nights where the prime time night of television, and a lot of people can be like, hey, the NFL is putting out a good product this year. It was in Los Angeles. Usually you see a lot of empty seats in the Coliseum. It was packed there. It was 70,000. Yeah, there's a lot of Viking fans, but it was fucking packed.
2: Every every team is going to travel well for LA. It's a transplant
1: city. Yeah, but the first year they were here, they had no attendance because the team sucked. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, but there's no surprises there, man. It's the fucking LA teams. You said it earlier.
2: They're bandwagon fans. Yeah,
1: so an LA team out here, if they're bad, people don't care. You can go to the beach. You can go surfing. You can if, do that when they're good. Yeah, but like today, I saw, you know, like the big thing out here, the the Laker flags. Like people out here get annoyed by L.A. fans because people have flags on their car, the Lakers. And the Laker flags, have came, I saw a couple today. They've come out today. You probably don't see that in Georgia. What you do see in Georgia are belt buckles. Oh,
2: no, Confederate Ask flags. That's Texas. Buckles.
1: Yeah. Like well, I went to New Year's Eve. I, I went to dinner in uh, Eagle Rock near Pasadena. So the Bulldogs were playing the next day for the the National Championship um, semifinals. And the whole restaurant, everybody there was from Georgia. And these guys cannot fucking dress from Georgia. They wear these tight ball-cruncher jeans with a giant dog belt buckle, you know, like the Bulldog. And I'm like, man, these guys you fucking states way behind the times.
0: We like to call those guys yuppies.
1: Well, they're a bunch of... Uh, Douchebags. All right. Well, okay. All right.
2: Well, so let's weigh in here. And, yeah, I'm
1: going to give you the mic because I got to plug in my computer.
2: Okay. All right. So, all right. Speaking of Southern wear, by the way, you're in no position to lecture people on fashion right now. Yeah. You look like you've been in a bed for three months.
0: Um, right, I was so, in a classroom for 10 hours today and I recorded another podcast before this. I've been to the ring. Oh,
2: today. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Maddie.
0: Oh, well, me and him definitely aren't lookers.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, there's no lookers on the premise, right? Premises yeah, right now. It's okay. Yeah. But either way, so all right. So you the yuppie look that you were talking about earlier. What about the good old boy look? Because the good old boy look to me is disturbing in a different way.
0: Yes. It's like they took all the bad clothes from like the 1910s. And now they just wear it like it's like it's still fashionable, just like the plainest little plaid button up T-shirts, just a crispy pair of jeans with every bit of starch in them that you could ever imagine. Like Maddie said, a I'm, huge. I'm not even buckle. used to a
2: th- uh, dude. I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like uh, seersucker shorts. I'm thinking of like a like a Confederate belt buckle with boat oh, shoes,
0: oh yeah, I'm and talking.
2: a and a Ralph Lauren shirt,
0: S- salt life on the a back, good of old daddy's place. money's truck.
2: Yeah, that's um, the one.
0: You got lanyards hanging out of your front pocket that says Georgia Bulldogs brokeys on for it. Brokeys sure. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You, you got know the you, know the, you yeah. know the
2: type. You know the type. Wait, where where are you from? In, where where are you, where are you at in Georgia?
0: I am, um, right next to where the Braves play baseball, about 20 minutes north of downtown. Um, I'm actually from Smyrna. Smyrna? Yes. Um,
2: That sounds like a typing error. Yes. (laughs) In in Georgia,
0: our sellers weren't smart. We were the descendants (laughs) of Australian debtors. So imagine how smart we could be.
1: So I'm going to ask you a question, getting back to sports. You being a degenerate, because you bet on Miami versus – you bet on North Carolina. It was the college game tonight versus Miami. As this great NFL game was going on, were you flicking back and forth to watch a shitty college football game?
0: Yes, I was. Um, you was, was actually
1: fucking
0: I was actually recording a podcast with Thomas Penland of uh, Hot Takes with TP3, the same guy that we had on who gave us the – Love blow that blow guy. Dude, he's double-dipping.
2: Hilarious. No, he a different
1: podcast. No, but he's helping us out because he's promoting this one on that one. What
2: a cheap trick. But the funny
1: thing out. is – His buddy, Thomas Pinland, we love him, Thomas Pinland III. He comes on this podcast right before the first college game. He goes, I got a lock of the century. He's like, take Colorado State over Hawaii. It was a 17-point spread. I put, like, a lot of money on this guy. Fucking Hawaii won the game outright. (laughs) (laughs) How
2: much did he lose?
1: I lost about 60 bucks. How much did he lose? I don't know. He said he was only putting, like, 25 or 50. I don't think he's a high roller like me, but it's yeah. pretty funny. He was 60 bucks. He was like this is a lock. He was like this is a lock of the century. Um But uh TP is a funny good guy. I assumed. hope we have him back soon. Now we will um I will always bust his balls about that though. No,
2: that, that's that's good cuz he likes it. Um so, I don't like that you're wishing away the current guest
1: for a past guest. Yeah. Oh no, John, you're the best. We're going to have you on all the time. Don't make any promises you can't keep. Um, should we get into college in the NFL or should we get into baseball first? Yeah, let's yeah, read
0: be- it. Let's 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 read a few college games off. How, how about we just say okay. fuck baseball today?
1: Yeah, fuck baseball. Until we'll the get playoffs. into
0: it on, on next episode. Okay. Um, because we
1: got an NFL a call a guy who sacked Russell Wilson, so he knows his shit. So before
0: shit. we get into his stories, let's cover a few college games, kind of like what we always do. Yeah. Um. One of the first good games I see is not really a great game, but it's Arkansas at Texas A&M. The spread that's is kind of high game. at plus 21. Arkansas, Texas A&M are both respectable programs.
1: But how is that a good game if it's a 21-point spread?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like That, that may be one you might want to take action on. I think Arkansas may keep it within two scores.
1: Now, what? It, well, let's talk Penn State, Ohio State. Let's get to the meat.
0: Uh, that's the only meat we got to t- tomorrow. Or...
1: So you're saying there's one good fucking game there may be three, Saturday but... night? There may be three. What are the other games? I mean, this is ridiculous. College football, John. What do you think about these these good teams playing cupcakes? And and we really have no good two ranked teams. There's there's maybe like one or two games. All, you mean, all you mean like you mean how like Alabama
2: will play like the Citadel or something like that? They're playing Louisiana.
1: They're a forty nine point favorite this week.
2: Yeah, they're yeah. I mean, I I've heard this argument before. Meanwhile, like uh, the the Badgers, two weeks ago, we lost to BYU, our first non conference loss in like 50 games. And like, that looks Ah. pretty bad for us because we lost to one of the only schools that's wider than the University of Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah. One. (laughs) And it's fucking BYU, man. It's like, you can't lose to that school. Like, 24 points. All of our games until the Big Ten championship and possibly have a chance at a playoff. And week three, we already know there's no playoff. And Wisconsin ranked number five overall. That's a little high for them because they can't get four star recruits, let alone five star recruits. It's like not a sexy school, but like that's that's the team that I root for as a team I have to root for. You know, well, they're good. They're just like they're not Ohio. Star. They're not they're not cheating and paying these players with fucking tattoos and Porsches so like all old, the other great schools.
0: Have you guys ever seen blue chips with Nick Nolte? Of course. Of yeah. course. That That's kind of the program that Wisconsin runs. It's kind of just like, eh, we'll be, we'll be in the top 40% or the top 20% of schools every year, but we're not going to be in the top upper echelon.
2: Because they do, because they obey the rules.
1: You know, though, I had a buddy who's a, uh, he, he lives in Iowa, big Hawkeye fan. And he bitches so much because their best. He knows like 90% of the best players in Iowa are going to go to Alabama. They're going to go to Ohio State. They're going to go to Michigan. Of course. And it just we'll sucks. Iowa. Yeah, it just sucks. But that's the way it goes. And um, it's just a shame because Saturdays you, you could probably watch like a great game at noon i'm going by east, east eastern, eastern times Please you watch it. a great game and not noon three thirty, and then a night game is really good but now it's just like there's one big night game and you might get a good sec game but it's been pretty fucking bad this schedule this year where it's like you know barring like a old dominion virginia tech upset oh, man, which shit. is close to your home that's that's
2: close to the Appalachian State winning against Michigan. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just as
1: bad. Yeah, old Dominion. You, was, was you, you probably don't remember that. Yeah, I remember it. I was in college when that happened. I was I was doing a road gig. I uh, I was going to bot ba- on to Massachusetts somewhere from New York City. It was a four hour drive on a Saturday, and I was just like hearing it. Like this is before cell phones had, uh, you know. Yes, yeah, so you couldn't really watch or follow the scores. But on the radio, I heard it, and it was just like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a bandwagon blue fan. Yeah, I don't have any ties to Michigan. I just like them. I like their jerseys. Yeah.
2: So. I remember
1: watching Charles Woodson and being like, I like this team.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they were I fun. I can't say that. I'm a Badger
1: fan Yeah, now. But, um, yeah, so there's if there's an upset, there's an upset. But for the most part, Saturday, go fucking picnic because there's not enough good games to sit home and watch. If you have a lady, go do shit with the lady so you can watch all the good football on Sunday because the NFL has been great. Um, I will be
0: working. I have to go to work at 2 p.m., so I'll get to watch maybe the 11 a.m. game. But, um...
2: The 11 a.m. game. What a luxury. Yeah, know? I know.
1: You get to watch Michigan beat Northwestern or you know, <laughs> Alabama beat Louisiana or Ohio State beat some fucking Punch and Judy team. You know, or you can say, like, well, Arkansas is a 21 point dog against LSU. And they'll probably
2: cover that. Watching the Arkansas game is because he's an SEC country, though. That's like me watching a Purdue game.
1: But he doesn't like the Bulldogs. He's from Georgia. He doesn't like the Bulldogs. I hate the Bulldogs. Worst fans in the world.
2: Do you like Georgia Tech?
1: No. Who do you like? That's not a local team. He's fucking weird. I'm telling you, he's just a weirdo. Because, like, why even like a team that you know is going to go four and seven? That like I don't get best... my expectations up and get hurt. I'm a realistic man. It's pretty
2: funny. Dude. Everyone's a while, He's funny. That kind of attitude, like with that kind of attitude, whoever this lady of yours is probably plain Jane middle of the road. Just average. Oh, I'm talking to so me
0: you and her only do missionary days. position. I'm talking about if,
1: he, if she exists, who knows if she even exists. Where do you guys go on dates? It's none of your business. Dude, you got to give me a fucking date. Why? Like, say you went to Chili's or something. All
0: right, we went to Chili's. Maddie, who's going to win, Ohio State or Penn State? The spreads at three.
1: Ohio State's going to win by 12. <laughs> yeah, um, you deflected there.
0: <laughs> I would be willing to agree with you. Um, Ohio State is just so deep, and Urban Meyer is now back in full swing. I don't think Penn State is as good as that number nine ranking says. Um, the over-under is pretty high. It's at 70.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. Um, That's 100. really high. Yeah. Like? I would say to take the under.
2: Who do I like straight up? Yeah. Ohio I mean, State versus Penn State?
1: Our three points.
2: Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I think Ohio State's going to win easily. Where is it? It's in Ohio State, right? It's at Penn no, State. Oh, Penn State. Yeah, I still like Ohio State. It's the out of Penn State, but Ohio
2: State, like, they're not going to let that one go. Yeah.
1: I mean, I remember last year, Ohio State was, they should have lost that game. Penn State had them on the ropes, and, and Ohio State won. They got two late touchdowns. I think two touchdowns in like three minutes to win that game. But I think Ohio State is just so much better. Penn State looked really shaky the first week. I just think Ohio State's probably right behind Alabama and uh, Georgia. As I said, this year in college football, there's Alabama, there's Georgia, and then there's everybody else. What about Clemson? I still think they're not even in the league of those two teams. No, I not. think Clemson loses by 10 to either one of those teams easily.
2: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they have kind of a, a weird quarterback situation going on at
1: yeah. I heard one of them is transferring. So I don't know if that means yeah, he's yeah. off the team. So is he off the team or not?
0: Um, I think after they play that fourth game or that fifth game on Saturday, he will be off the team because the rule is like you can play in four games and then still reserve your redshirt status for next year. So, Are you
2: constipated?
0: Me well, like, now. I was thinking. I was which.
2: Done. So which quarterback? Which quarterback is getting the call? Is it Sunshine, the freshman Sunshine, phenom?
0: Sunshine's getting the call. He's actually from my hometown, Cartersville.
2: Did you play against him in high school?
0: I didn't play in high school. I would have. You didn't though.
1: sack him, did you? No. Nope. You didn't play football.
0: I did not play football.
1: This guy doesn't play any sports. I played
0: football, or I played baseball and golf and basketball.
1: You didn't start on the baseball team, though. How do you know? Because I, I know I how can you tell. Know? I know. Um, did you No, I told just told you I didn't. Well, you go. How did you know? I go cuz I know you you don't look like
0: an athlete. Yeah, that's that's kind of the the thing that I don't look like one, but you take me for granted and I'll bust one open.
1: Bust what open? Anything. The, the situation. The about? situation. I'll bust it open. I'll make you eat your words. <laughs> <laughs> so what what what's the next date? When are you going to see this lady again? Maddie, number seven, Stanford is at number eight, Notre Dame, 730 game. The point spread is at five
0: and a half. Who do you
1: got? It's in Stanford.
0: It's in Notre Dame. It's in South Bend.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame, but I want Stanford to five win. And really a half, five and a
0: half is too high. Take Stanford right here. Notre Dame's a pretender.
1: But Stanford just won a, a crazy emotional game last like week. It's Oregon. I, I think it's hard to win two crazy emotional games in a row. Makes you think it's going to be a crazy emotional game. Well, they got to beat a really good team on the road. Did you take
0: ecstasy before you did this podcast? Like you're getting all dovey and all emotional and all, you know, like you're like feeling the moment right now.
1: I want to know about your relationship. Well, too damn bad. You're not going to give me anything. No, I'm not. I'll give you a fucking podcast. What's their name?
2: It's just an internet relationship between you guys. You can't expect to unfold your whole life with each other, you know? Give me your name.
0: All right. So number seven Stanford wins by
2: ten points here.
0: Take Stanford plus five and a half.
1: So so you're saying Stanford's going to go into the the Jesus house
0: and win by ten? Yes, they are. Okay,
1: after they won an emotional game on the road, they're going to win two emotional games on the road. Yes, they did. I think they're just in a bad spot because of the schedule. If they had a cupcake before, I think they win this game. But because had to win such an emotional game at Oregon and pull that out? I think it's going to be so hard to do it two weeks in a row, and I think Notre Dame is better than Oregon, so it's going to be harder. Think about that.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, South Bend is a way tougher place to play than Austin. Um, I just, convinced- I just think that Stanford's pretty damn good, to be quite honest with you. Um, I don't Mr. think Notre Stanford Dame is that great.
2: I don't think either of them are that
1: good. What do you like? Not either. So John doesn't have an opinion on it. He's, he's not going to touch it. That's why we pay him the big bucks. Um, what time? What time does that game start? Like seven thirty. Uh, so they both start at the same time. Yes, I'll, I'll
0: have eighteen TVs up, or I'll be at work, so I'll have Shit. phone screens up watching it.
1: So I'll be flicking back and forth.
0: Um, so I love you know that I love Mike Leach. Um, Utah is actually at Washington State. And mm. Utah is actually a one and a half point favorite. Um, yep. you know I love home dogs. That's kind of my thing. And I love Mike Leach, so take Washington State. Plus,
1: Cohen's lock of the week.
0: Really?
2: Washington State? I like love Mike Leach.
0: I love Mike Leach.
2: Why, uh, dude? He, Didn't he, that guy make someone concussion. cry and they quit the
1: team? And then he had lost a lawsuit or something? What, yeah, he 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 get some kid had a concussion, so he locked him in a and a closet fucking, like in a closet for like a few hours in the dark. <laughs> But the guy was a pussy. It was actually Craig James' son. Craig James was on the Patriots. No,
0: the kid was a uh, pussy, he, though.
1: Craig James played at SMU with uh, Eric Dickerson, the greatest running back tandem in college football history. They're, they're both being paid. The, the, the story about Eric Dickerson is he's the only guy that took a pay cut going from college to the NFL. Funniest quote I've ever heard.
0: Well, I mean, it's not that
1: funny, but it is a good quote. It's, a, it's
0: I, ironically funny.
1: SMU was so bad, they're the only team ever to get the death penalty in, in college sports and, and college football. Did you write that? What's that? Did you write that joke? No. It was in the documentary about him. <laughs> but it's a great joke, and it's true. Like, he, he was committed to another school, and then all of a sudden he goes to SMU, and he said it was his grandma's idea. His grandma wanted him to play closer to home. And then it just miraculously, he got, like, this beautiful Camaro the next day. Going to his <laughs> lap. <laughs> It had nothing to do with the Camaro. It had to do with his grandma, you know, being old and being able to see his home games.
0: Yeah, of course. Feel good story. That's what college football is all about, right?
1: I agree. Uh, so, is that all that's going on in college this week? Anything no, else? I'll,
0: I'll actually give you my lock of the week. Um, number twenty, BYU, who had a great win over Wisconsin. Was it? Or was oh, it Nebraska? Wow! Wow! You had to bring that you up. Had didn't to bring you? it up. This is my lock of the week. They won me yep. some money on that game because I bet on them to cover. And I guarantee you, BYU will cover the 17-point spread whenever they go to number 11, Washington, this Saturday night at 830. BYU is plus like 17. That. Bet whatever you were going to pay that your rent with on this game. and I guarantee you, you'll have rent next month, too.
1: There you go, man. Plus well, 17, a- BYU. Cohen, you have nice eyes.
0: Thank you. They're
1: I, I like that bet too. I might put a little money on that.
0: I will. I I'll, I will. I'll put a probably a dub on that one.
1: I mean BYU. I mean what they've done. They 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 played that Arizona week one, beat them, and then Arizona had to go into fucking team. had to go into Wisconsin and won a big game there. Why why would they not make it closer to seventeen against
0: Two a good wa- a seventeen point spread, easy money.
2: I hope BYU loses by forty.
0: They probably well, you're not betting just because on. I'm I'm being confident. That's probably why they why they'll I'm confident. I
1: I'm, I'm glad you're confident. I like it. That's why we're the Daily Degenerates. We gotta give people good advice. We can't be like Thomas Penland telling people be to bet on Colorado State when they get smoked by Hawaii.
0: Um so let's move into a little bit of intimate hey, interviews with Johnny D. Mr. Davenport, now. the guy who <laughs> sacked Russell Wilson, the quarterback. I'll of the give Seattle you that like Seahawks. for this
2: one. The one guy, the one guy that sacked. You know, I was just thinking about this earlier after you guys so blatantly exposed my only reason for being here. Uh, there's got to be like a hundred people that have called in the podcast, or been guests on podcasts, been like, "Yeah, yeah, I sacked Russell Wilson," specifically with Russell Wilson. It's got to be like a hundred of us. Got to be well, what was right. The play like? the- oh, I, I mean, I, it, You know, it was. Uh, it was a rainy game. It was a slot fest out there. And I remember bits and pieces of it, but I what I really remember is running about 60 yards back and forth in the backfield chasing him, waiting for him to find a receiver to throw to. Nobody was open. I found his shoestring and he fell after most both of us had ran about a half mile in total yardage. Was, I mean, it was it wasn't a sack the way you think of it. I did not Khalil Mack his ass. It was a it was like it was exhausting, and I remember being like, Ah, that guy's that guy shouldn't be a quarterback. He should be he should be running down the field."
1: Well, that, that's a very humble response. And when you were telling me, that's why, that, that's, you tough. but you guys all thought he was going to be a pro baseball player. Yeah, because of his size, he's like
2: five ten. And, like, no one thought that he would be able to, like, even be drafted into the NFL. So he went to NC State for, like, three or four seasons. And there he proved that he was pretty good. Yeah. And then for for one last season, he went to University of Wisconsin of all places. Awesome. Yeah, and he got us to a Big Ten championship. And we lost on a Hail Mary attempt to Michigan State. I remember that game. It was crazy. It was a crazy game. But he did everything in his power to get us in a position to win. And yeah. the, the, like he played for one season. He's ar- like not arguably. He is definitely the best quarterback in University of Wisconsin history, which says a lot about the, the program.
1: Because nobody even expected him to be that great. Like yeah. when, when he, he transferred. Five, 10, you know yeah, When he transferred, nobody was like, oh, my God, Wisconsin has Russell Wilson. They're like, no, they got this solid NC State quarterback who failed at baseball.
2: <laughs> he didn't fail at baseball. He got drafted by the Rockies when he was like a freshman in, in college.
1: And the Rangers and the Yankees. But he still never made it past double A. Like he could cause it, like because the NFL season got the in whole the way. Time.
2: Yeah, no, he like he he was always very clear that like football was his first dream. Like that was his first goal is to be in in the NFL and like. I, I'm sure he would have settled for playing receiver or punt returner or something. I don't. Yeah. I can't when you when you sacked him, did he say like nice play or? I don't think so. I think both of us were just gasping for so
1: at that point.
2: Yeah, we were just completely exhausted. So you know, because the story is so believable in its lack of glory, yeah. I used to lie to people and say I sacked him twice in a game just so that they believe me and that I'd sacked him once. But the story, like, it, like you can't even call it a sack. It's just like he got tired, and none of his receivers got open. It's a covered
1: sack. Covered sack, yeah. That's a good way to put it. The secondary Except, like, really
0: helped you out on that one.
1: Yeah. So was... you're a humble guy, because this guy, Cohen's always bragging about the, the, the ladies he's banging, giving me play-by-play. Play <laughs> I'm and you, dude. I'm get, I'm t- talking,
0: book over here.
1: Talking about his dates at Chili's.
0: TGI Friday's. What?
1: When you order, like, stuff at TGI Fridays, you get, like, sizzling fajitas, so it comes, like, steaming, and you're like, look at that, it's gonna be, like, later tonight, I'm gonna get you all steaming and hot.
0: Well, no, like, if you get the sizzling fajitas, like, you can't afford all the drinks that she's getting, so you gotta get, like, something, like, medium, like chicken tenders, or a hamburger.
1: I bet for you, Cone, at, like, the third date, you're like, okay, I took you out the first two nights, now we gotta go Dutch forever. Do you ever give her the, do you give her the Dutch speech?
0: See, I don't use the word Dutch because it sounds kind of savage and sounds kind of like yeah. Neanderthal. So yep. I'll kind of cute it up and kind of like, you know, kind of shuffle around responsibility. And I'll be like, okay, I'll pay for this one if you pay for the next one, da, 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 and kind of like hide it. You know, like
1: have a hidden agenda. The truth comes out. All right. So should we get to the National Football League? Well, I was
0: going to ask Johnny D a few more questions, if you don't mind. Right, here, I'll give him the mic.
2: Yo, so uh, Maddie tells
0: me that you are a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick up, not not even famous, but who is a comedian that you style your act after, or who you've learned a lot from, and who you've
2: no, I would. Jokes to? I would say uh, Maddie Goldberg is Ooh. not at all an inspiration. Yeah. That's a hundred percent true.
0: Desperation.
2: I can't. I can't do what Maddie does. Uh, I, I'm uh. I'm, I I like um I like the Bill Burr's and the Doug Stanhope's. You know, I like an angry white guy on stage bad that gets with, away with being with Norm a Clark. bit Stan of a Hope dick.
0: is super grimy. I like him.
2: Yeah, he's 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 pretty edgy. I like Norm Macdonald.
0: Feel.
2: I like Norm Macdonald too, but Norm Macdonald is very like his style of comedy is very different. It's very I like old little.
0: Norm McDonald, like on SNL doing the. He's doing the updates. same
2: thing as he's always done. Like that guy, he just—he's just a weird, quirky dude who may or may not be a misogynist, and like just makes fucking inappropriate jokes to people, and so they're all kind of corny, offensive. but they're funny because of his delivery.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's—it's it's so good that you can't be mad at what he says because of how good yeah, he says. Well,
2: it. we can't. Yeah, no, but apparently some not. people don't like him at all. I love him.
0: Well, they're in a very small minority. I don't think Norm MacDonald is on the front runner of the hate train.
2: No, not at all. Norm McDonald's the man. Everybody knows it.
0: Um, <laughs> so you said, you said that you like the Bears, said that you like Wisconsin. You like baseball?
2: Yeah, I'm a Cubbies fan.
0: <laughs> I would say respectable, but that's not the word.
2: Respectable? Uh,
0: what are you talking about? That's my polite way of saying, fuck you. Why? Braves or die.
2: What, dude? What are you talking about, man? The Tampa, fucking the Braves I, and the Cubs got no beef right now.
0: The, the only acceptable answer would have been the Tampa Bay Rays or the Diamondbacks. Those are the two teams that I care nothing about.
2: Okay, well, that might be a you issue. Yeah,
0: you yeah. know, he's got it ears. sounds like there's
2: there's like thirty teams that you get like unnecessarily frustrated about. Oh
1: yeah, they're the enemy. <laughs> you know the he, he's the type of guy that like takes sports like too serious like he doesn't realize that the guys that play with the
2: podcast
1: yeah but like the guys that play like say the guys are on the cubs nobody on the cubs is from chicago as as no, no. as seinfeld said quote we're just rooting for laundry so it's like who gives a fuck you know you're just rooting for like like the players are like oh we're from california florida we don't really give a fuck we're just making a paycheck we're in the major leagues yeah you know like they don't but they represent a city and this is, their fans. This is,
0: this is my camp, and I'm going to make it personal because you didn't pull an Eli Manning and the Jaguars draft you and you sit out for another contract. The Chargers. Trade. Okay, sorry. I'm going to make it personal. You you don't want to play for the Atlanta Braves with all your heart? Fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, okay. All right. So, so is part of this because – so you should feel better though because – we signed Jason Hayward to a max contract, and he's been a gold glove guy, oh, but not at all good at the plate. No. Since he left Atlanta. And he, they say he lost his power, but you've got to feel pretty good about that, much like the Gordon Hayward situation. I do.
0: I do. And, and, and this so, wall that I put up makes sure that I, I'm protected like
2: this. Okay, well, I hope you feel protected because the Cubs won a World Series even with him batting a 220 average at the plate that
1: season. Yeah, well, so is, suck it. I know. You dick. Here, here's the thing, though the players love uh, Jason Hayward so much. Yeah. They defend him so much that after the World Series, they credited him with a pep talk during the rain delay that the reason why they won was his pep talk trying to make up for the $10 million that he wasted. (laughs) And I'm like, you know the guy sucked. He underachieved. He couldn't even start anymore because he was striking out so much in the World Series. But, but at they- least his glove is good. At least his glove okay. is good because that way you know he's trying. Like you, certain
2: certain players, like they have their prime behind the plate, and then their power goes, or they're, they're you know they just can't see the ball as well, whatever. But the fact is that dude's glove is much more valuable than his bat at this point, mm-hmm. and has been since he got to Chicago. Basically,
1: all championship yeah. teams need that. They do, exactly. and they need pep talks during rain delays. <laughs> Dude, even if that's not like, as far as I'm concerned, Eddie Vedder
2: made the halftime talk.
1: Yeah, Eddie Vedder. Why does Eddie Vedder love the Cubs so much? I
2: don't know, man. Because he's—I mean—he's like a grunge. He's a grunge singer. Like Seattle's already been taken by Kurt Cobain, and Eddie <laughs> Vedder's like, uh, oh, Chicago's a pretty grungy city. I'm going to represent them." But he did, and he do- still does. He re- he rewrote the Cubs theme song, basically. All right, and, um, uh, what about basketball? You you cheer for a team in basketball? Bulls, dude, Bulls. I grew up with Jordan. That was my dude. So you like all Chicago sports teams? Basically, wild. basically, yeah. Even the Hawks, Blackhawks. I no, I never. I so I grew up in in Virginia, and I don't
1: know whether I claim that they didn't exist that. Okay, yeah. Um, are you gonna go to any hockey games with me and Jason Goko?
2: uh t- t- sure i guess i love going to see hockey i love the sport i just don't follow
1: it it's fun king's games are a lot of fun
2: I've been.
1: uh cohen should we get into the national football league
0: yes we should I mean, so you
1: can talk about the falcons for a half hour no nah, i won't do that what well, we like will do is like, we'll, we'll talk about the our, NFL. Yeah. yes he wants he always wants to do the nfl last it's like We get all the other stuff out of the way. So then we get get to the
2: the NFL. So
1: we get the WNBA out of the way. Oh yeah. We (laughs) We get get the uh,
0: Indian cricket association out of the way. So we get to the national football league. Um, so our first game is New York jets at Jacksonville.
1: And what's Um, the spread on that?
0: It's seven and a half. Jacksonville's the favorite of course. Um, Seven and a
1: half. I'm gonna say Jacksonville rebounds after a shitty game. They it's win in Jacksonville by too.
0: So I would
2: be willing to yeah. agree with you.
1: Is Leonard for net? Is Leonard net back? We uh, don't know. He's like a, a limited game in time decision. I don't know, man. That Jets defense has been solid so far. Yeah, very. They have, and they also have a couple extra days of rest. So they played the Thursday game, so they have a. Ooh. They're on eleven days rest, which is always good. So Big their ball. guys are fresh. But I'm still gonna say Jacksonville wins. They're going to come back mad after that ridiculous loss to Tennessee. Donald, the rookie, is one of the toughest places to play. If you're a young quarterback, that Jacksonville defense, they pick a lot of passes. I'm going to say Jacksonville wins 23-10. 23-10. Um,
2: wow. So you pick scores for all the games?
0: Well, we Maddie picks scores for the games that he's confident on, and I kind of do the same thing. Um, okay. It's just teams that we know the most about, I guess. I don't know Gosh. a whole bunch about the Jets and Jacksonville. I mean, like I have a Jets jersey, like a Matt Forte jersey, because I love Tulane, of course.
2: Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about Matt Forte. Yep, that's a, a, a classic bear right there. Mm-hmm. Always day. underappreciated, but n- never bad. He was yes. always good.
0: Yes, even even the um, the resiliency of his body. Like he never really got injured all that much. Like he was able to perform almost oh, every he was game.
2: Workhorse. Yep. He kind of reminded me of like uh like Thomas Jones actually yes Jones. Thomas Jones was a uh he was a UVA grad I don't know if he graduated but
0: UVA want... student at one point
2: yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god that was one of the grossest sneezes I've ever seen right yeah like group. spit the drool that like right on oh, right yes. on the NHL logo right there oh it's so gross. <laughs>
0: All right, Maddie. While you're over there blowing loogies everywhere, I got Miami <laughs> at New England. The spread is kind of high for me. It's at plus six and a half for the Dolphins. Um, I would say take Miami, even though they may not win, they'll keep it close.
2: Ooh, I don't think so. Miami's three and zero.
0: Tannehill's playing like a top five quarterback. Um, it yeah, does not stop this so week cool. against a suspect New England defense.
2: Uh, I think. I think New England. I think New like last week. I think what we saw from New England is like. Classic what they do is like first few games of the season, for basically weeks one through five, every year for New England, it seems like there's one loss that seems like it shouldn't have been there, and it's because they're figuring out their team, they're figuring out defenses. I think you're going to see them bounce back against Miami. Miami's going to have a bad showing.
0: Um, I, I will say that it is in New England, so you could be right. Um, six and a half seems kind of high for me, but I definitely could see this game going awry for Miami with an early pick being in foxborough
2: i think even if it was in miami i think the patriots are bound to win this one but definitely two scores
1: as a patriot fan i gotta be honest i i like miami a lot in this game detroit really showed what you can do just put two guys on the gronk treat it like a punt return knock them around the nobody else really scares uh there's no weapons the Patriots have to throw the ball to, especially if Josh Gordon's not going to play. Um,
2: he's never even on the team.
1: Well, he's on the it's team not now.
0: Remember like a loss. But I'm just saying they have no weapons. Well, he may play this week, but even if he does, even if he the defense is so bad. The defense, defense is so bad.
1: The Patriots. I I think Miami will probably win this game. I think uh, they'll. De- it will definitely be close. There's no way New England's going to blow them out. Take they take beat a Miami bad three, Houston a a team. We're realizing that Houston's one of the worst teams in the NFL. So the Patriots haven't shown anything, and they lost to Detroit, and they got manhandled by Detroit. I don't care if Matt Patricia knows Belichick. They got manhandled by it. Take the Dolphins. Take the money line on this. No way. The the Patriots are going to be one and fucking three.
2: No, they're not, dude. The Patriots are going to be two and two convincingly after this week. They're going to show up –
0: So I think we're having some technical difficulties. Maybe the mic got unplugged or something from Maddie, But um, I would want to say that even if Miami doesn't win, they keep it close. Um, if this game goes to maybe oh, I think I'm seven or seven and down. a half.
2: How much volume I'll do I'll probably want?
0: take it. All right. You, you boys are back online. Thank, good to have you back. <laughs> I turned the volume down by accident. But I don't know how high it's supposed to be. All right, so our next game is the Eagles at the Titans. This game is in Tennessee.
1: It's a three-and-a-half-point spread, of course, for Philadelphia. Um, I'm taking the Eagles, but it's going to be a close game for for three quarters, and the Eagles break out, win 27-13, 13. It'll be a low-scoring game. The uh, Eagles' offense seems a little out of sync. It's going to take a few games for Wentz to completely get back. I like the Titans' D, but Eagles will pull it out. By a touchdown. Why do you like the Titans D? They they've been great so far. Really? Yeah. They held Jacksonville to six points last week. Uh,
2: after had- the week before Blake Portals went nuts, right?
0: Yeah. Because the Patriots are so bad. And it really should have been three points. The field goal that um one of the field goals that Jacksonville hit was a long one.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. So our next, I don't know. I'm so, not sold on the Titans, D.
0: Well, I'm not sold on the Titans team, but their defense is way better than the offense. Mariota's looked really suspect. Um, I'm not touching that game. That's that's no go territory for me.
2: <laughs> I love that the locks are so confident. Why? <laughs> Oh, you haven't the lock, lock of the locks.
1: My lock, my lock, lock of the locks actually is Ohio I State about minus lock three, teams,
0: not locks. He's thinking about my locks. big
1: lock is Ohio State minus three over Penn State. That's the lock of the weekend so far.
0: Um, so our next NFL game is Houston at Indy, another one p.m. game. The line is pretty even, or the spread is pretty even. It's plus one for Houston. Um, I think Houston wins this game outright.
1: This is my lock. I'm saying take Indy. India's oh. a lock at home to kill Houston. Houston's the worst team in the NFL. Bill O'Brien will be fired after week six being 0-6. Maybe the, Falcons
0: will get the Colts. Him. Maybe the Falcons can, can hire Bill O'Brien.
2: Do you want that to happen?
0: I would love for that to happen. I think Bill O'Brien's a top seven coach in the league. Really? I do. He's been plagued by injuries his first four years in Texas. And, yeah, uh, but
2: he's—I don't know, man. I, I don't trust a man he's, he's with that big school, of a dimple in his chin. Words.
0: He's an, he's an old-school football mind who knows how to play the game. Most of the games that he coaches in, no matter who's playing and who's not, they're always close.
2: I don't know, man. I think he—I—I I, I, I think he got lucky that, <laughs> that Paterno went down, and everybody just gave him a lot of
1: empathy. I agree. <laughs> By the way, did I tell you that? Speaking of empathy, did I, did I tell you that I'm considered an empath person? What? I learned out of my breakup, my relationship, that I was in narcissistic abuse, that I have an empath. What does that mean? That I have a lot of... Yeah, I have a lot of feelings and sympathy and sensitive. I'm a good man. Anyway, getting back to the football. This is my lock of the week. Take the Colts. The Colts have played the Redskins. They beat the Redskins. They lost a tough game to the Bengals where they should have won, and they almost beat the Eagles. So... Being at home against the shitty Texans who looked awful and are 0-3, are probably the worst team in the NFL. This is a no-brainer, and there's no spread. Take the fucking Colts. Put your mortgage on it. Take Sell Houston. your wife. Sell Take your kid. Cohen put says, Take donate all your money to the Find fucking— your Donate your money at the— or Donate all your blood. Get money and put all that money. It's a blood bank fucking stone-cold turd. Lock of
0: the century. So was Green Bay versus Redskins last Redskins. week a, a blood bank lock
1: or no? No. I just said it was a lock.
2: Oh, no, man. I don't th- know, man. I don't think you made your point.
1: Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the Stophers French Bread Pizza. Pepperoni Lock of the Week. Not flatbread pizza. French Bread Lock of the Fucking Week.
0: This is a disclaimer. We are not sponsored by Stouffer's. Our next game: Four Buffalo at Green Bay. It's nine and a half points um, for Green Bay. Um, I would be Wait, willing suggest- to Buffalo Bills Buffalo. come to Green Bay.
2: Yeah, have, I mean they have the same weather. You know that that doesn't seem like that big of an environment shift to me. Um, wow, I would be willing I think, to uh, I don't Bay think right the here. Bills are for real. I'll tell you that. No, I think the Packers me. have underachieved so far. I think you're going to see them clean the fucking floor. The coach,
0: Mike? he's the worst coach ever. Mike see, Mike. imagine, imagine the Packers. Would be Why is friend. that? It sucks.
2: You think Mike McCarthy's the worst? Co- I mean, he's Super Bowl winning coach. So like,
0: he's not worse than Dan Quinn though.
2: <laughs> Dan Quinn got you to a Super Bowl and, and performed very and, well and, for and a, in a half.
0: Embarrassing fashion. With a Ferrari in oh,
2: a team. No, th- I think th- I think that loss is on the organization I'll and let,
1: the fans. i go up on it. Yeah, <laughs> no, <Nah>, there's <laughs> no reason to. You I, 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 actually made point. a good point. I think it is the fans' fault. Because, because Cohen, you gave up on the team when it was 28 You were like, when it was 28 you are like, they're going to lose. It's your fault. I really think it's your fault. Yeah, I've seen this and, movie
0: before, Matty. And you don't
1: support the team.
0: I always support the team. I, I've spent 150 bucks consecutive weekends to go see the Falcons play. I support the goddamn team. That
1: I don't. So I don't think you do enough. Well, you only watch them when they make the playoffs. You don't even watch the regular season.
0: Yeah, well, that's your wish. Our next game: Detroit at Dallas. Another 1 p.m. game. Um, Detroit is plus three. I would say that they win this game outright over Dallas, even though it's in Jerry World. <laughs>
1: I'm going to go with Dallas, but it's going to be an ugly 13-6 to game. I'm going Detroit.
0: So now you bet the under.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be ugly. Dallas has a good D. They have a terrible offense. But I think at home against mediocre to below mediocre teams, they're going to shut them down and just somehow eke by and play very, very boring games. They're a very boring team. For, for like, being America's team, they're very boring. They're a very dull eight and eight, seven and nine team. They're not America's team anymore. Well, they they're they're will always be America's team. Nah, that's just a
2: name, though.
0: They're so, not America's
2: team. America's team is the Patriots, and has been for ten years. Yeah, that's who most people like. Most people are Patriots fans because they're winners.
0: I hate the Patriots. But like but I like them.
1: Yeah. All right, let's continue. Tampa Big Bay red at the Bears. Tampa Ooh, Bay I'll let you three. take this, John. This is your team.
2: Watch out. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the magic is about to be over.
0: Um, I agree. I say take the Bears minus three. I think they win this game by anywhere from seven to thirteen points.
2: I am telling you right now, there is a guarantee the Bears will win by no less than forty
1: points. God Almighty! What a call! <laughs> I will say this: I will say a lot of the century. John might be a little exaggerating, but I do see two. Chicago Bears defensive touchdowns in this game. I think they win by 13, 14, 10 to 13 points, two defensive touchdowns, maybe a, maybe a pick six, maybe a punt return, but, but two special teams or defensive touchdown combined. That's how they do That's it. A and a very boring Mitchell Trubisky seven for 12, yards, yeah. one touchdown, one interception. That's what you're going to see from Trubisky. A I'm lot of handoffs awesome. to Cohen and. A lot, a lot of handoffs to Cohen and uh, not this Cohen, but Tariq, Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard.
0: Um, So our last 1 p.m. game is my team, the Atlanta Falcons. Cincinnati comes to town. Atlanta's a four-point favorite. What do you got? Will you be at the game? I will not. I'm tired of spending money on a team that continues to employ Dan Quinn.
1: <laughs> Fire his ass. Get him out of here. Uh, so, I know you want him fired, but in three seasons, he's got uh, three playoff wins. Yeah, but Super you have a
0: triple that many embarrassing losses and no hardware to show for it. I want rings, not participation trophies.
1: Should they fire the Tulane Green Wave coach?
0: Got an NFC
2: Championship ring. They got a ring for that.
0: Yeah, but that's the participation trophy
2: I was talking about. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get a participation trophy if you win the NFC Championship. Yeah, but that is a good accomplishment.
0: I would rather have the NFC championship ring than the fucking I blew a twenty eight to three with shitty
1: game management ring in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean that loss was pretty that was pretty that was pretty brutal for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean as a Patriot fan, I was sitting here telling all these people I'm like, well, I'm not you know, we had a good run. Like I'm not gonna sit here and cry about this game. We had a great fucking run. That's how I was sitting there and you're like, Whoa, what the fuck is going on? This is out of control. And then you just feel it spinning and feeling. I didn't even know this guy, but I can only imagine him shitting his pants. And... <laughs> God. It,
2: was, it must have been the worst feeling. Ever. I, I, I take had planned the, the parade in the my rebound. head, and then
0: I'd unplanned it as soon as Julian Edelman made the catch. Which he claims wasn't a catch, this well, guy. he never had full control. It if Dez's catch in the playoffs wasn't a catch, then how is that a catch? Like, like, Because the ball never hit the ground. I want consistency in the way that in, in the referee's make The play Cohen. The
1: ball, Cohen, the, the, ball, ball the, the ball never hit the ground.
0: Des Bryant had full control of his catch, but they called that one. Not but a catch.
1: the ball hit the ground. I'm not. I think Des Bryant's catch should have been a catch, but with Julian Edelman, the ball never even hit the ground.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't it, matter. Like it, he never maintained full control. Like, I could. It never hit the, the
2: ground. Yeah, it's impossible for it not to be full control if it never hits the ground.
0: Nah, I could I could bobble a ball out of bounds, and then it didn't hit the ground until the play was whistled dead.
1: But it was in play. It was in the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah. But The
0: out-of-bounds argument is
2: not useful right now.
0: And Des Bryant's catch wasn't a catch. Neither
1: was that. I'll say that. We, we, what did you get? The ball never hit the ground. Did the ball hit the ground? I can see a few
0: shreds of grass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a couple <of>
1: shreds. <laughs>
0: but what do you think about Cincinnati at Atlanta?
1: I'm going to take Atlanta, but I mushed you last week, so that's a bad sign for you. But I'll say Atlanta wins 30-20. Will Steve Sark gets three good weeks in a row? Um,
0: this week won't be as good as uh, the previous weeks, but it'll be fine enough to keep him going.
2: I think uh, I think Atlanta's going to win as well. But I think watch out for Andy Dalton. He's don't going to have.
0: The, don't take the spread at four. The Cincinnati could very well keep this uh, a field goal game at the end. Um, yeah, I think Atlanta it's going to be tight. Line. Take Atlanta money line.
1: I think it's going to go back and forth, but I think Atlanta will pull away at the end. Although with Dan Quinn, you never know. But I'm going to say 30-23 <laughs> Falcons. Late Matt Ryan touchdown.
0: All right, um, our first four o'clock game: Seattle at Arizona. Seattle is minus three right now at Arizona.
1: Just I'm going to take, take I'm going to take Seattle, but I do think Josh Rosen has some good moments. I'm a Jew. He's a Jew. We got that in common. We, besides that, we have nothing else in common. But take the Seahawks. He's not ready. But like I said, this is an amazing quarterback class this year. Yes,
2: it is. I d- couldn't disagree more. I think this this quarterback class is one of the worst in centuries. Are you kidding? <laughs> Dude, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. Uh, who else? Uh, Baker Mayfield. Will be good. Baker Mayfield, yeah, I, I think all of them all of them are going to be out of the league in eight years.
1: So you got Mayfield, you got Josh Rosen. The, uh, you More got basketball. Josh Allen, who had a good game last week. You got Mayfield, did Darnold his thing. Alton. You got Darnold. Yeah. So do, all those guys look pretty darn good. I think it's going to be a really great quarterback class. You're wrong. <laughs> well, five years will tell. We I'll, I'll be the first to tell you in five years, and I have Gray here. And, I, and I'm old and dead. I'm going to say to you, John, you're right. This quarterback class sucked.
2: Um, yes, you will.
0: So, we actually have a pretty shitty game in the other 4 o'clock slot, or the second 4 o'clock slot, Cleveland at Oakland.
1: Is this the, are those the only two games?
0: No, uh, we have one more 4 o'clock game. are no, no, two more, actually. There's one more than usual, I think. Um, Cleveland is actually plus 2.5. I don't... Want to? I'm not going to touch this game, but just for fun, I say bet on Cleveland.
1: I say Raiders, but Mayfield will be good. I, it's the first, Raiders will get their first win of the season. They're going to win twenty-seven twenty.
2: I think the Browns are going to win, but with no help from Mayfield. I think their defense is going to capitalize
1: some. Their defense
0: is good. They are opportunistic.
1: If this is not the worst game of the four o'clock, what is?
0: Um. That is the that is the worst game. The next game is New Orleans at New York Giants. Um, that's a good game. New yeah, Orleans fun. is three
1: and a
2: half. Minus high score. What's the what's
1: But be careful because last year there was a high over under for that game, and then I took the under. It was like fifty five, and everybody's like, "This is going to be a track meet." It was like six to three or seven to three was the final score. Yeah, that's. It was gonna ca- happen two years in a row though. It's gonna be it's gonna be high scoring. Well, what's the, what's the over-under on that one, Big 50, Red?
0: 50-and-a-half, and don't call me a Big See, it's Red high. again, you Jew.
1: Um, I'm wow. going gonna, gonna to take the Saints in this. Uh, Giants have a really tough schedule up front, you know? Yes, they do. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Saints.
0: Saints minus three-and-a-half is safe as hell. I think they'll score a lot of points. The Giants probably won't.
1: The Saints win 27-20. Saints I've win. done that score three 35, times. fourteen. 35-28, yeah. Saints. Right, I just so, don't think the Giants are going to score a lot of points this year.
0: The, the only way they really score happen. a lot of points is if they hand it off to Zeke in the goal line a lot, but they can't get to the goal line. So
1: Zeke, Zeke ain't on the team, brother. You mean Barkley?
0: Oh, Barkley, yeah. It's similar You've guy. been it's drinking way white. too
1: much tonight.
0: <laughs> um, so our last 430 it's game is San Francisco bad. at L.A. Chargers. It's plus 10. It's teetering between plus 10 and, plus 10 and a half. For San Francisco.
1: So, all of a sudden, San Francisco became the worst team because they lost Jimmy Garoppolo. This is like a game where everybody's like, oh, they're going to lose 31 to nothing." Right. The San Francisco 49ers will make this close. Uh, Chargers win
2: 27-20.
1: Chargers will win by more than that.
0: God, I'm kind of torn on this game.
2: I, I It's a trap game. Way. Yeah, this is a it trap game. It just seems plus, too plus good to be ditches. true. Yeah. Chargers had a tough week last week. LA. I think they're out to prove that they are just as good as LA. They're, go, they're, they're, I think the Chargers' defense is not. They're going to shut down the running game of San Francisco, and Philip Rivers is going to have a nice showing. Chargers for sure. Chargers are going to win by at least fourteen.
0: I have uh, Philip Rivers on one of my fantasy teams. I think it's the one in the league, or uh, yes, in our podcast league. So if Philip Rivers puts the ball in the air forty times, they probably win by. Anywhere from 10 to 14 points. But if he doesn't, then it's probably a touchdown game.
1: That doesn't make now, any well, sense.
0: Nah, well, like 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 if they run the ball a lot. Like if they have a lead, they'll run the ball a lot. And,
1: yeah, you know, gotcha.
0: Kill clock. Um, Baltimore at Pittsburgh is our late Sunday game at 820. Great game. Um, Yes. So Baltimore is actually at plus three. I... I was telling Thomas Penland on his podcast earlier that Pittsburgh might lose this game and Baltimore might win outright.
1: I agree. This is a great money line chance. Baltimore is better than people think. Pittsburgh still hasn't solved a lot of their problems. And Baltimore played Pittsburgh really tough last year, even though Pittsburgh was a much better team. All right. So what do you guys think about Mike Tomlin losing the locker room in Pittsburgh? I disagree.
0: I disagree.
2: You don't um, think that's true?
0: No, I think that their talent pool this year is drastically shrunk, especially on defense. Um, and on yeah. offense, they lost their best running back in the game, really. But
2: um, defense, they lost their best. On defense, they lost their best player and uh, Ryan Shazier too. Yeah, so, like yeah. they're they're minus two of the best players in football.
0: They're short. So I don't think he's lost the locker room. I think Mike Tomlin is an excellent coach. I think he's probably second best head coach in the NFL. Um,
1: Wow, Great. that's Great. bold. Well, yeah, he's got some. It's not ball, it's just dumb takes. Dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike who's Tomlin. Number three?
1: What'd you say?
2: Who's number Dan three? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. No, Dan Quinn's who's, number 32. Who is number, number three on the best head coaches in football right oh, well, now?
0: Well, you know, Belichick's number one. Tomlin's number two. Um, Andy Reid? Nah, Andy Reid's probably like six or
1: seven. You know, Andy Reid went to you know, the high school right here, John Marshall. He went to high school.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of Andy Reid, actually, his team is playing in the Monday night game, October 1st, 8.20 p.m. His team is actually minus five, five-point favorites against Denver, in Denver.
1: Ooh. No reason for the Chiefs to stop rolling. Chiefs win big, 34-20. to 20. Wow. I didn't think you were capable of such high math. I should have just said 27-20. I've been doing that all for every game on purpose. Dude, 34 points. That's a lot for you to predict. Pat Mahomes is playing awesome. I don't think he's going to be intimidated. He just seems like he's got ice water in his veins. I love the way they're playing. I hope Andy Reid keeps his foot on the gas pedal because sometimes he gets conservative. But now he's got to realize just let it rip. Let the kid fucking rip. Okay, what if he throws his pick, though?
2: Because Mahomes has had three games without an interception. I'm thinking it's going to happen in this game. And I'm curious to see how he rebounds from a little bit of adversity in a game setting. Because right now, it's unrealistic. This this pace that he's on is unrealistic. He's going to have a tough game.
0: I would be willing and, to agree with you. Yeah, like Denver is a pretty tough place to play. Von Miller,
2: dude. Von Miller is going to get to him. He's going to make an errant throw. And you're going to see his first interception of the season. And we will see how he bounces back. I don't think this pace for Andy Reid and the Chiefs is sustainable. And fucking in Denver, mile high, I think Von Miller is going to have a day. Watch out.
1: You know, I was thinking when you were doing that rant that the chocolate just kicked in, and I was like, What the fuck are we talking about? I didn't even know what you were talking about because the chocolate just kicked in. But I, now I know you're saying that Mahomes is the first time he's going to deal with adversary. But I'm fucked up right now. I don't
0: now. know what adversary is. That seems yeah, like a yeah. very good position. I'm, I'm going to
1: take the microphone now. Um, Listenership will
2: thank you.
0: Boys, sign yourselves out.
2: That's it. Oh, well, I just got the mic. Plug I myself. just got the mic and now we're signing out. All
1: right. Well, no, chocolate.
2: I'm not doing any time. If you can't see me, I'm not funny. So I don't have it. Dude, you are. Look at you.
0: The chocolate kicks hard. Maddie turned into a soup sandwich immediately.
2: Yeah. I
1: you, I just on
2: really? Yeah. I tried to get on there. They wouldn't let me.
1: You
2: look like you're a Nazi. I look like a Nazi? No more than this guy.
0: Yeah. Well, I look Irish.
2: You do look Irish. Thank you. Why are you so sensitive about your red hair?
0: I always got made fun of when I was a little kid.
2: Yeah. So?
0: It's not cool getting made fun of.
2: Oh, I mean, I know that, but you're not (laughs) used to the red hair comments by now?
0: Oh, no, I am by now, but.
2: You're a man. I mean, if, if this guy can brush off the fucking insults, I'm sure you can.
0: I can for most of them, but I have my quirks.
2: <laughs> I like I like that you guys have a sports podcast and none of you are whipping out statistics. <laughs> no, no, we're just making hot takes and guesses. Go, I heard
0: Bert out one
2: of your You have a roommate named Bert?
0: No. All right, look, look, look. Asterix. Davenport. Plug yourself. Give us your social media. Tell us where you're doing comedy soon. Sign up. <laughs> uh, uh, we're
2: running time. Uh, you can catch me doing comedy uh, um, uh, around the L.A., greater metropolitan area. I'm, specifically, I'm at Westside Comedy Theater uh, quite a bit. I have a monthly show there uh, every third Saturday of the month uh, called the Homegrown Comedy Show at 1130. Why did you go for it? You were on the last one. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't remember.
0: All right, um, and the fellow who's laying down on the couch becoming a soup sandwich because of a marijuana chocolate is Maddie Goldberg. Yeah. I think it's Goldberg one yeah, on all you,
1: social you, you media. Yeah, you do your sign-off. First of all, I want well, to take a look at this girl I met. On no,
0: Maddie, sign off the podcast. We were running over you
1: time. You shut your mouth.
0: I'll turn what? off this recording right now.
1: Oh, shit. She's not bad looking. All right. My but name is Cohen Hughes. You can find my me. My name is Maggie Goldberg. Uh I got a nice piece. Uh we probably have no female listeners. Except for Cohen's mom. So Cohen's mom, forget about that. Even though we're probably the same age, I'm probably older than you. Um You are just wanna say uh I wanna thank God and Jesus. I wanna thank my quarterback. I wanna thank Kirk Cousins. I want to thank Sam Frickin, and I want to thank God and Jesus. Not in that right. order. All right, so my name is
0: Cohen Hughes. You can find me, Cohen-Hughes, on uh, Instagram and Snapchat and all that. I don't do Twitter. I am on Facebook to search my name. Um, search The Daily Degenerate to find us on social media and to search for us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, as if you're not already listening. We just want to thank you guys for listening to episode number 22 of The Daily Degenerate Podcast.